Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. I know we just had the Oscars, but this episode that I have today is way too important and way too intense and special for me to be talking about uh, Oscar-winning movies. So I have another episode coming out on Friday. I will talk all about my thoughts then, but what you are about to hear today I think is super intense, and I think it just is a story that needs to be told. So I was a little bit late in watching all of the specials on the Alec Murdoch case. Um, And, you know, I watched most recently the Netflix special over the weekend. And I just, I thought that I was going to be learning a little bit more about, you know, why he, Alec Murdoch, murdered his wife Maggie and son Paul. And what I learned was just so, so different than what I thought. I had been paying attention to this story very loosely over the last two years, I guess I'd say, not really paying attention to details, just thinking it was so strange that he would murder his family and then try to, you know, fake his own death. And it was just so disgustingly messed up. So anyway, I got to watching the documentary and obviously I knew the story about poor Mallory Beach, um, the girl that fell off the boat. Or, you know, Paul Murdaugh was driving drunk, if you don't know, and um, one of his friends lost their lives and, and you know, Paul was never prosecuted for this and, and nothing ever happened because the Murdaugh family swept it under the rug. Well, there was speculation that the Murdochs actually had a first victim in 2015, and that was Stephen Smith. Now, I watched this and I was like, oh my goodness, this poor boy I had never heard of this, and the fact that, I mean, well, I'm skipping around, but anyway, let me just get to what happened to Stephen Smith. So Stephen Smith um, was a 19-year-old nursing student. He was openly gay, and he was supposedly somewhat friendly with Buster Murdoch, the oldest Murdoch son, but... I mean, you know, they ran in different social circles because obviously it's not super cool to be openly gay in South Carolina, I guess. But anyway, um, Stephen was found dead in 2015 on a highway in the middle of rural South Carolina and or not a highway, just like in the middle of a, a road, basically. So there were deep gashes on his forehead. This was the middle of summer, July 8th. And um, he was about three miles. He was found three miles from where his car was. So reportedly that he ran out of gas, even though his his wallet was found in the car. Um, but basically, you know, there these gashes on his head led police and investigators initially to believe that, you know, it was like a bullet wound or he was murdered. So, um, you know, throughout this investigation in 2015, Apparently, the Murdoch name, Buster, was mentioned over 20 times, but somehow not one member of the Murdoch family was questioned. 
crazy. So um, they ruled his death a hit and run, even though everybody was like, what the hell? How are they ruling this a hit and run? It's so obviously a murder. Um, So the coroner, whose name is Ernie Washington, he was present on the scene when um, Stephen's body was found. He told the lead investigator that he did not agree with the eventual autopsy findings. He did not agree with the pathologist that the victim was struck by a motor vehicle. So, and he said on, um, the lead investigator said nothing about this case from the very beginning pointed towards it being a hit and run. So the lead investigator actually ended up agreeing with him. And he came out with this statement in 2021 saying like, as an investigator, you go off the evidence. There was no evidence that pointed towards this being a hit and run or a vehicle even being involved in it. It looked more like it was staged, like possibly the body had been placed in the roadway. Now, this is Todd Proctor, according to FITS News. So that is very interesting. So, um, you know, at this point, Stephen Smith's family is like, what is going on? Just, you know, they're sweeping my my poor boy's case under the rug and it's seeming like nobody cares. And I can't even imagine what they are going through with this or and what they have been going through. So anyway, um, now... I guess from 2015 to 2021, poor Stephen did not have a headstone. And um, there's a woman named Suzanne Andrews who you are going to hear from shortly. She is such a lovely woman. She has such a wonderful heart. She noticed this. And as a mom, you know, she's like, let me just raise some money to get this poor kid a headstone. So, you know, she talked to Stephen's mom they actually became friends and Suzanne ended up like, she was like, Oh, I'm just going to raise, you know, a couple thousand dollars, whatever. Uh, she ended up raising a, a lot more than that and, um, was able to get him his headstone. And then, you know, she eventually decided, okay, well at this point, the police are not really doing anything for Steven. So, you know, we obviously want justice, but if there's Anything else we can do, I want to do it. Now, I did not know this, but South Carolina is one of two states in the nation that does not have a hate crime law or bill. So there's only a hate crime bill at a federal level, not at a state level. So she is petitioning right now to get this hate crime bill at a state level. Um, and in Stephen's name, she really wants this in the memory of Stephen. She she started this group called Standing for Stephen. And right now she's taking signatures um, on change.org for this hate crime bill in memory of Stephen Smith. So I actually linked it in the bio to this podcast so you can go ahead and um please sign. And it just, oh my gosh, I love that she's good. It looks like she has over 3000 signatures. They want to get to 5,000. So hopefully, oh, sorry, I just kicked my ring light. Um, sorry. It just hit the microphone now. Um, so hopefully this petition gets to 5,000. That would be just so freaking amazing. So anyway, um, we're going to hear from Suzanne. We're going to hear about, um, what's going on with the case, you know, what, you know, she thinks is going to happen with this bill and just, you know, what kind of a person Stephen was and what you can do to help to spread the word. Now I spoke to her before this interview and, um, you know, she was slightly worried about, you know, slander and just getting, you know, getting involved with some people she doesn't really 
want to get involved with if she says too much or she says, you know, her, her opinion on certain things. And I totally feel that as somebody who gets like the crap kicked out of them if they say something. Not, not literally. Sorry, guys. Um, no, I just mean like I know what it's like to have a target on your back and um, just people talking about you and saying, oh, you know, he said this, she said this, and that's not true. Well, you know, she knows more than most and she's entitled to an opinion like all of us. So, you know, a lot of what she says will be factual, but a lot of it will be opinionated and you can tell the difference. So, um, yeah, Suzanne Andrews, just such a wonderful woman. And I just, I love that she has just been so selfless with Stephen and his family and doing something like this. Cause you'll hear, she didn't actually know Stephen. Now she's great friends with Stephen's mom, but like I said, she, she did this initially because she saw that the poor kid didn't have a headstone. So, um, all right, without further ado, we're going to hear from Suzanne and, um, then I'm going to close this out. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. The stress and crowds of holiday shopping can put a damper on your holiday spirit, and you don't always find all the perfect gifts you're looking for. The Virginia Lotteries games make easy and tremendously fun gifts for all the adults in your life, even you. Spruce up your gift-giving game this holiday season with the Virginia Lottery. The Virginia Lottery's holiday scratchers are a gift any adult will love. Treat yourself to some winter wonderment and play the Lottery's holiday online instant games from anywhere in Virginia. Visit valottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Lottery games are not for minors. Hello. Good morning. And yeah, I'm so grateful that you joined me. So yesterday, um, I had gone crazy doing all this research about Steven just because I was so moved and I was so disturbed by what happened and the lack of attention. And then I found your name at, um, you know, at the top of this change.org petition. And I mentioned to um, people in my intro that you had initially started this because Stephen didn't have a headstone. Correct. Wow. And you were able to raise how much money? Um, we raised over 40,000. That was between, we had a, a fundraiser at my dad's bar here in Columbia, October 30th, 2021. Mm. And then we also had a separate, a GoFundMe account as well, which I have closed in the past month or so. Um, but altogether we raised 40, a little over 40. That does not mean Sandy received 40,000. Right. There were right. lots of expenses with the fundraiser, of course. And then, um, GoFundMe takes out a pretty penny as well. So, yeah. So I've heard, <laughs> yeah. so I've heard, um, that's, yeah, that's a different story, but that should actually be, um, that should actually be like its own separate story, but no. Yeah. yeah right. So, so this is, this is very interesting because I think a lot of people didn't realize that you didn't actually know Steven. Now you are very close with Sandy because of all you've done. So can you just share that story? Sure. So as much as I hate saying the M name, um, 
after Maggie and Paul Murdoch were killed in 2021, a bunch of Facebook Murdoch murder Facebook pages started popping up on the internet or Facebook and um, Ashley Gandy, who I have now met since then, I did not know her either. She had posted a picture of Stephen's gravesite and it was just this little plastic placard uh, with his name, year of birth, year of death. And then um, this little ceramic cat and I'm not a cat fan. I am, I like kitties. I like kittens, but not cats. But um, <laughs> the cat, for whatever reason, just pulled at my mama heartstrings. And um, I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, in six years, no one has helped do something to get something, you know, I mean, it didn't have to be a mausoleum, but just yeah, yeah. something. And um, so I immediately called my dad who owns the Capitol Club here in Columbia and just like dad, if I can get in touch with this lady, with this mom, you know, would it be okay if we try to do some type of fundraiser mm -hmm. um, to get some money going as long as I can get her permission to do so? Yeah. So that obviously within four weeks, we planned um, this fundraiser, which was huge. We had every local, national, um, uh, we had, um, oh gosh, I just went blank, the, Making a Murder on Netflix, yeah. Uh, yeah. Laurie Riccardi. Um, she was there. She was the wow. producer with that. I mean, just, I, I had no idea this was going to jump how did they, how did they, I mean, did you just market the fundraiser really well? Cause I was going to say for you to have public figures there like this before I want to, you know, I hate to say it, but before the Netflix special came out, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. I had um, two of my friends here in Columbia, Dawn Ridge and Edie Ern Ernight had, um, they helped me with this. I'm, I'm an accountant by trade. Okay. Fundraiser. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I didn't know my elbow from you know what sure, um, yeah <laughs> um they um were monumental with helping um I'm trying to remember I, I can't remember the well the first interview when I first met Sandy um it was about two weeks after I had contacted her and two weeks mm -hmm. before the fundraiser and we met at the cemetery Cody Alcorn who was a local um Greenville Fox News um anchor mm -hmm. did the interview with us uh he was amazing I love Cody um he is yeah. now in Atlanta okay. but um but he did the interview with us when we met for the first time at the cemetery and um when I got there what I did not realize was Stephen's dad's buried to the left of him yeah. um he had died he passed away three months after Stephen um he had a heart attack but Miss Sandy's convinced it was of a broken heart. Um, and I get a lot of slack, you know, these random comments when I say this on podcasts or whatever, well, people don't die of a broken heart. Well, whether they do or not, I don't know, but it yeah. was a bit too coincidental. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so his dad's to the left of him. He also oh did not have a headstone. And then to the right of Stephen is a two month old baby boy. Miss Sandy had lost years ago. He did have a headstone, um, but um, so we were able to get both Stephen and his daddy headstones. Um, I'm I'm shocked this poor woman, um, Sandy Smith, has experienced so much tragedy in her life. I don't know how she's burned. Yeah, I, I know. I, I was going to say, I don't know how she's still standing. Um, now, have you have you spoken to her just about her reaction to these documentaries that are out now? And 
and just sort of how they are shedding some light on Steven, right? There's some light being shed because I had no idea about this case. I had no idea what happened to him. And yeah, I mean, they talked about it, but it was for pretty much like five minutes of the documentary. Did she have any thoughts on this? Yeah, um, she and I both do, actually. Yeah, yeah, please, please. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I don't want to totally speak for Miss Sandy. I'm not a family spokesperson, but obviously I... Right. She knows I do these interviews, but... Um, of course. Um, yeah, Stephen is so infuriating because... Stephen is his own story, um, aside from the Murdochs. But but unless you mention the Murdochs, people can't pin it together who Stephen Smith is. Mm -hmm. Stephen Smith is his own. And, um, you know, a lot of these documents... Now, I know HBO, uh, for a fact, um, Brooke Brunson, love Brooke. She was one of the producers for the HBO. And Miss Sandy was very involved with that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, she and Brooke have become extremely close. Brooke and I have become, Brooke is great. Brooke, yeah. she uh, is, lives in Beaufort or yeah, Beaufort, I believe, but okay. goes back and forth between LA and Beaufort. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, TMI. Um, <laughs> no, but, it's okay. It's okay. But so I know HBO, you know, she was very, Stephen was the second episode out of the three. So he basically had his own segment. Okay. Um, as far as the others, I really, I don't want to speak for her on that, but um, what is so frustrating is that Stephen only gets like the last 20 seconds mm -hmm. of a 10 hour long documentary in most mm -hmm. of these, because there is no proof of a connection. You know, it's just all rumors and speculations. However, right, it is a murder, you know, regardless if it was a hit and run, which I don't believe. Um, that's my personal opinion. Um, you know, at the end of the day, even if it was a hit and run, somebody left him there right. to die. So, well, I mean, I, yeah. And I'm going to, I'm just going to jump in and say, I also don't believe it's a hit and run. I, I believe somebody left him there to die, but I don't think it was a hit and run because he had, I mean, wasn't his cell phone completely fine? He had gashes in his head where they thought it was possibly a bullet wound. I mean, it was so obviously foul play that even the investigator on site and, and the coroner said, this is not, this is definitely not a hit and run. This is, this needs to be reopened. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't reopen it until 2021, like six years later. Yes. And th that's kind of a misconception. Now, this is my understanding. Yeah. Um, sled. And I may be wrong. So please forgive me if I am. Mm -hmm. I don't need any nasty comments. Yeah, no, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> but I was also under, oh, not from you. Mm -hmm. No, no, I know. The the, tr the trolls, we call them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I also was under the impression that SLED reopened Stephen's case mm -hmm. in 2021. What I've just recently learned, they never had a case open they were like crime scene assistants to the highway patrol mate whoever that was local sled has just opened their own investigation in 2021 that is my understanding 
Maybe totally wrong. Okay. So it's not so, exactly reopened. It's a brand it's new set. investigation. It, correct. Opened. A fresh okay. set of eyes. So okay. Okay. they have been involved, but they were not. Right. Right. Okay. And then yeah. the connection with Buster Murdoch, and this absolutely blew my mind. I mean, there are reports that his name and the Murdoch name was brought up over 40 times and not one person from that family was questioned. Now, if I'm Sandy Smith, right, I know you guys are a, a little bit different in the South, you know, but up here in the Northeast, we call it street justice. Okay. I mean, like, I'm not saying I would go and, and harm anybody, but sure. I would go knocking on that door. You and me both. Suzanne. And I would be like, I want some answers. This is so, I mean, what is, are the Murdochs just so powerful there that Sandy was, I mean, and I get the answer is yes, clearly they've covered up many murders or speculated, knock on wood. But I mean, is Sandy like so disgusted by this? She must just be out of her mind. Yeah, she's, God love her. Um, she's one of the strongest people I know. I'm sorry, my dogs are like- No, it's okay. It's okay. The door. Yeah. Um, she's truly one of the strongest um, individuals I know. I, I don't I don't know how she's done it. Um, hmm. But yes, you're correct. Um, their names were brought up or the Murdoch name was brought up over 40 times. Uh, you know, I that's just out there. That's public knowledge. It's not like I'm tipping off any, hmm. you know, top secret information here. Um, it is my understanding that no one was ever um, questioned within the family. But again, you know, SLED, I'm sure, is they're doing their job and they may release some information and they may not. They may try to correct some misinformation that's out in the media. Mm -hmm. And then they may not. Like I know for a fact, one little item piece that people think is yeah. a is not and it's nothing big and yeah I'm not gonna say what it is but I have asked like well why haven't why hasn't this been corrected in the media and they're like right. we have no reason to so okay they're keeping you know they're doing their job and they're keeping things I don't know list. anything I don't know anything as far as any detailed information I just specifically asked this one question and that was you know the answer I was given oh okay um, I mean, I guess, I guess right now it's probably smart to be tight lipped with, you know, all of Absolutely. the media attention that's going on with all the documentaries and this and that. And was Sandy aware of any relationship with, between Buster and Steven as to why he would be mentioned in this? Cause that's what blew my mind. It's like these two kids are, they don't really, you know, Steven's this openly gay guy who, who's very busy with nursing school and, and, you know, working very hard. And then you've got Buster who's getting kicked out of law school parting his ass off. I mean, what is the mm -hmm. connection here? You know, um, it is called Hampton County in yes. South Carolina. And I know we're not, um, uh, special South Carolina is probably not a lot different than other States, but, um, Buster and Steven were in the same grade at the same school. Um, they, Stephen was like a, the athletic director for the baseball team for Wade okay. Hampton High School. Okay. So um, I believe Buster played baseball. Um, I heard on one of the documentaries, I think on Netflix, now whether this is accurate or not, I, I do not know. Mm -hmm. um, I have never heard it you know, from the family, but um, yeah. Stephen, I believe was 
Buster's tutor at some point. I heard that as well. I wasn't sure if there was, yeah, any validity, but I did. They said that on Netflix that he was mm-hmm. his tutor or he, mm-hmm. yeah, he had tutored him in, in certain something. Things. And you know, mm-hmm. that might've been in middle school. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, right. but yeah, there, Hampton County is very small. Um, it's, um, you know, going back to what you were saying about street justice, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm five, four on a good day. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, my, what comes up comes out. And my grandmother used to tell me, you know, dynamite comes in small packages and you never put sugar in your mouth for nobody. So <laughs> I, you know, Sandy, it's just difference of personalities. Yeah. You know, and I know Sandy has done everything within her power, within her capability to get justice for her son. Um, now what you or I might've done mm-hmm. is completely different than how she may have handled it. Um, I would be banging down every door, Yeah, um, but I'm not saying she, ha- I don't know what she's, you know, I don't know. All well, she's I mean, that. I, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm saying this, right. And I, and I mean it, but then, then again, as I think about it, I think about their name and the power that it holds in this community, right? And I'm sure, you know, 2016, 17, 18, there's clearly they're at the peak of their power and he's at the peak of Alec Murdoch's the peak of his pill addiction, you know, whatever. The boys are just fucking off left and right. So I'm sure, I mean, Sandy was probably like, oh man, I can't mess with this family because I don't want a target on my back and I don't want, so yeah, I I get that. But- Well, I'll give you one of my favorite quotes Sandy Mm -hmm. has said to me over and over again um you know people always ask her like are you not scared you know that yeah Yeah. you know and she's what's the worst they can do to me send me to heaven to be with Stephen like wow yeah and her husband and her lost baby clearly like I mean no I I get that and and I I think that the Murdoch reign is over I think it's safe to say that it's oh you don't think so oh okay I mean, what? I get there's brothers out there and whatever, but oh, like their their name is. I'm not saying that the Murdochs aren't done. I just know the judicial system, yes, too well in the state and how it works, um, and how it's manipulated. Um, it's not what you know; it's who you know. It's who is due the the back scratch at that moment. And I'm not saying that it's not that way in every other state. Mm -hmm. I'm just specifically stating that I know personally um, from our family court systems to our appellate courts, Mm. it is the most disgusting thing. I I, I don't know what to compare it to. Well, I mean, I think right there, it it just says that clearly, you know, The Murdochs, you know, they, they were prominent lawyers. I'm sure they knew tons of judges, clearly. I mean, I, it's just, and and cops and investigators and coroners. And that's just so obvious, so obvious. Cause in my head, Stephen ran out of gas uh, and he went walking maybe because I, I read, you know, when I heard Stephen was very skittish, he was kind of a scaredy mm-hmm. cat. So mm-hmm. most of his friends said he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have just walked off miles on his own. No, mm-hmm. I, I believe he, he either, you know, I, 
again, I don't, this is me speculating. Allegedly, this is yes, your- Allegedly, I'm speculating, <laughs> but I believe he either called Buster and Bust, you know, said, come get me or I'm, I'm nearby, whatever. He knows he's out. Whether or not he deleted that or the cops deleted the phone call, I don't know. But mm. yeah, I believe that, you know, something happened and they beat the shit out of him and they they killed him and they they moved his body. I a hundred percent believe that. Yeah. Um, um yeah. No one in that family is innocent. This is and it's not and and hear me out, it's not because I don't really want to get into the murder because I want to go back to Steve. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I really it's not necessarily Paul and Buster's fault. They I firmly no, believe they were enabled. Were, exactly you they, they were, were so spoiled so enabled i mean sorry my kid commits a crime you're going to jail you, well, you do the time you know what i mean like it's just it's yeah. and just it's no different than the boat crash and right i'm sorry like it it is awful what happened and it it's unjustifiable and yeah. someone needs to pay the consequences but i'm sorry two o'clock in the morning and everyone's drunk everyone i think yeah um you have a choice it's no different than dry getting in a car with a drunk driver you have a choice and you made a choice yeah and at the bare minimum put a life jacket on at two o'clock in the morning and it's freezing cold I mean, at least just for the warmth. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I didn't even think about that. I didn't. That's a really good point. Like put a life jacket on or make the choice. But um, just going back to Steven. So from what I said and what I think happened, let's let's just um, sort of pivot this into sure. your hate crime bill, because this is a hate crime. Somebody murdered Steven. Steven was murdered. He is an openly gay man. His murder was swept under the rug. Nobody gave a crap until you came along. And, you know, Steven's friends, I'm sure they did what they could. But, you know, it, it took someone like you to have this strong voice um, and getting him his headstone. And then you made this discovery, like South Carolina is one of two states that doesn't have a hate crime bill at the state level. So now tell me about your change.org petition for Steven. Okay. So, um, you know, just recently realized that South Carolina is one of two states that does not have a hate crime bill. And um, our senators, it it went through the House last year. It passed through the House last year, died in the Senate. Um, it's back in the House. It just passed the House last week again. So we're back to the Senate. Good. Um, you know, I, so many people have different points of view on this. Um, I testified in front of or at the state house, February 23rd, I think it was, uh, as an advocate standing for Stephen advocate for this hate crime bill. And, um, you know, there were two analogies I used. One is when I go to bed at night, I lock my doors, and then I turn my alarm system on. Mm-hmm. And that analogy is comparing to federal level and state level. You know, why, why, and I'm sure probably 90% of the senators have alarm systems that they turn on at night as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But why do I need that second level of protection so that I feel safe? Yep. And I also gave the analogy of, to me, this isn't political. And it's not just about LGBTQ. It's, it's about all of us. It's, it's excluding no one because there are hate crimes against 
every race, religion. I mean, the list goes on. Right. Um, but the other analogy I gave was as a mom, my son is the one that has inspired all of this for me. Uh, mm. Not intentionally, he hasn't. Yeah. He gets so embarrassed when I do. <laughs> <laughs> but because I am a mom, because yeah. of him, you know, um, he is my reason for this. But I, I gave, also gave the analogy of, you know, as a newborn, you want, as a parent, you want your newborn to be in the highest percentile mm. because that means they're growing and they're flourishing and they're where they're supposed to be. South Carolina is in, God bless you. <laughs> South Carolina is in the fourth percentile. Wyoming and South Carolina are the only two states without a hate crime bill. So South Carolina is in the fourth percentile of the nation. It's not growing. It's not flourishing. And it's not where it needs to be. Hmm. And these senators are old school. Um, I can imagine in South Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, I can only imagine. They needed, needed to probably retire about 50 years ago. Right. Yeah. Term limits, term limits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally, totally. But, you know, they think that, um, you know, we have federal laws in place. We don't need a state law. Well, why do the other 48 states have it? I mean, it just makes, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. You know, I'm not a politician. Um, I don't understand politics totally, not claiming to, but it just, to me, it's just common sense that the other 48 states have something in place? Why do we not? Yeah. Um, and so I, I noticed on the, um, the petition I'll go and I'll refresh it. But last night you guys had over 3000 signatures. Um, I actually, let me see. So I think your goal is to get to 5,000. That is change.org. They, yes. they kind of like up the goal. Every oh, they do. Okay. The okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, however, 5,000 would be great. And yeah. Um, yeah. all signatures matter. Obviously South Carolinian signatures <laughs> are what we need. Okay. Um, got it. Well, I put, yeah, I and, put the, um, the link in this, uh, podcast bio. You. So yeah. Thank so you. everybody go and sign it. Yeah. Sign away. And it'll ask for a donation. It is not coming to me. I never set up <laughs> any kind of bank account or anything to receive money. Um, and I actually had to Google this, but change.org, it's kind of, I guess, like automatically added in when you do a pet- start a petition. Yeah. I guess that's how they make some of their money. And um, they use some of the funds to promote the petition to get more signatures. So oh. You don't have to donate. And I know you did. And I appreciate it so very much. I'm actually glad you said that because I thought it was going to some fun for Steven, which I'm happy. You know, I was like so happy. But no, you know what? It's a great, great uh, organization. So I'm happy. But but by no means does anyone, you do not have to donate to be able to sign and make a comment. So please have at it. South Carolinians, they need a contact their local house representatives, their senators, and make, mm. make their desires known with them. Yeah. And the more signatures we have from South Carolinians, the less our senators can ignore us. That's amazing. So you guys, you heard that. If you're from South Carolina, please sign this. Even if you're not, sign anyway. Um, because this is just one more thing um, on the path to justice for Stephen. So, you know, I, I have hope that the truth is going to come out. And I'm, I am so certain Suzanne, that 
we are just so close to the truth. And I say we, and I mean the police, I mean the family in In general. general. I believe we are like, there are certain cases out there, right? The truth is like so far beyond, like the missing flight, you know, 370, whatever, Malaysia. Oh my gosh, I just watched that documentary. So did I. I was like, that's impossible. We will never know. I'm certain we will never know. Nobody knows, but we will never know. True, but (laughs) I think think in this lifetime, we are going to know what happened to Stephen and I believe that Sandy and his family is going to get justice and, and this bill can be passed on his behalf. And, you know, it would just be just so incredible. And, um, and I just want to get it out there. And, and like I said, of course I'm human. I was obsessed with the Murdoch trial. You know, I'm, I'm a white girl. I like true crime, whatever, like, but this got me like as a human being, this got me where, you know, I, I did feel like they spent a whole episode on Mallory beach, which is again, so tragic and horrible, but they spent mm-hmm. no time on Steven. And that was the most shocking, this whole thing. I was like, wait, there's one more person. I mean, I was, I was very shocked at Gloria Satterfield as well, but the Steven thing, I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So, so yeah. Sad. It is so sad. And whether it is or is not a hate crime. I mean, obviously that hadn't been proven yet. Sure. The fact of the matter is Steven was gay mm-hmm. and this would be an honor to him if we can get, and, and the bill it's H3014 is the bill okay. and it's under um, Clementa C. Pinkney hate crimes bill. And that is okay. for Senator Pinkney who was killed in the Emanuel nine in Charleston in 2015. Oh. Uh, the Dylan roof shooting, he went yes. into a church and killed the nine folks. Um, mm-hmm. So by no means. That's are, right. Okay. We're not trying to get Senator Pinckney's name off the bill. Right, right, we, right. We are pushing to have standing for Stephen Stephen Smith as an advocate and honored in memory of whatever somewhere within the bill. Right. Okay. So, All um, right. That makes sense. Um, and like I said, I think that you're just so incredible that you're doing this and you're speaking out on his behalf. And this is going to sound crazy. I just wish, I mean... This is actually, I don't even think I should say this out loud, but it's like, I, sometimes I think about this and I'm like, if he didn't share a name with like the sports announcer and if his last name wasn't Smith, I mean, I think that maybe it, it, the word would get out more. I don't know. I just feel like he had such a plain name and it's like, it's someone famous's name that everyone's like, wait, what? So I'm kind of like, does he have a middle name that we- I was about to say- Yeah, sorry, thank you. (laughs) Stephen N for Nicholas Smith. Stephen Nicholas Smith. Okay. So maybe we can start using this hashtag or something. Stephen Nicholas Smith, Stephen with a PH, um, Mm -hmm, just to like get, yeah, just to get it out there because I'm like, Stephen Smith, you can't even really like, you can't hashtag this without ESPN coming up. So I know. And I, when I started, you know, I was fumbling for, um, a name for the foundation when I first started and, um, for whatever reason, standing for Stephen, just stood out for me uh, I right, just couldn't right. get away from that one to think of anything else but I wish I had done a little more research with the Stephen Smith name because when you do pull up Stephen Smith it yeah. is you know yeah yeah um, um no it's <clears throat> not your fault that's his name like what were you supposed to research I mean that's literally his name it just so happens that Smith is like the most common name in the freaking world you know oh, so yeah. um <laughs> But no, For Suzanne, sure. is there anything else that you want to add that maybe we didn't cover or you just want people to know about Stephen? Um, you know, just to keep the family in your prayers um, for answers. Um, 
Miss Sandy doesn't like the word closure because there will never be closure. She just needs answers. And um, she has said, you know, she knew her baby's first words. She didn't know his last. And um, again, I'm not speaking on behalf of them. I am speaking from my heart. And um, Stephen's story is a story within itself. It does not need to be tied to anyone else for any reason. Um, the family doesn't care what name is attached mm. to right. who killed him. Right. They Somebody just want to know them. who. They just right. want to know who and they want to know why. Mm. And even if that just gives Sandy 24 hours of peace of knowing, that's going to be the best 24 hours she's had in almost eight years. Um but, you know, I encourage anyone, if I don't care, I say this all the time, if you know something, say something. I don't care how minute mm. of the information you think it is. Yeah. Go to SLED. Go to law enforcement. Go to the low country crime stoppers or crime stoppers of the low right. country. I never right. remember which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, please. But it can't be just... I get so many emails. Well, I believe this happened and this happened and th- I-, I can't. Yeah, I know. I can only imagine. You're like, guys, g- yeah, I'm not a detective. Get some proof. Go go but, talk to the cops. Yeah. And and if for some reason someone doesn't tra- trust SLED or feel comfortable going to SLED or crime right. stoppers or whatever, I'm on Facebook. I've um, had to temporarily uh, disconnect or uh, deactivate standing for Steven for a while. Mm-hmm. Um but I am on Facebook, Suzanne Dollahide Andrews, Suzanne with an S. You can private message message me if you have any information. I promise to keep anonymity. Um, I've had several people reach out to me um, with that, and yeah. they have had anonymity. Um, but it, again, it has to be something solid. Not, yes. I heard my cousin's brother-in-law's uncle and you're um, gonna get a lot (laughs) yeah you're gonna get a lot of that regardless um I also like I just want to close out by saying I encourage everyone to sign the petition if that's all you can do that is that is enough right now so um I'm gonna keep Sandy and Steven's family and my prayers I'm gonna do what I can and yeah let's just let's just spread the word and get this sweet boy justice Absolutely. Like, let's, uh, yeah, let's do this. So Suzanne, thank you so much, no, so much thank for joining you. us. And yeah. if there's ever, you know, if any of your listeners have questions, questions that I can answer, yeah, um, I'm happy to do so. And by George, if anybody can get a hold of Senator Scott and Senator Graham. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. You guys heard it here on. Lauren okay, guys. So that was Suzanne Andrews. Oh my gosh. I love her. See, she's just such a doll. Um, But yeah, she is out to make a difference and she is out to help Stephen's family. Genuinely, she is just like an angel on earth. So um, I'm grateful that she uh, took the time to talk to us and that she helped share Stephen's story. And like she said, if you have any information that could bring Stephen's killer to justice, um, please hit her up. And if you if you want to talk to her, but you um, you know, you don't want to Facebook her or whatever, just contact me and I will get the information to her. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time.